Welcome to episode 19 of the Missing Pieces podcast. If this is your first time watching or listening, as this is available everywhere that podcasts are available, and speaking of that, we're up to 70 ratings on Apple Podcasts, so thank you for that, guys. But anyways, this is the show where I discuss my life in Lego and anything else that interested me in the last week. And we have a couple topics to talk about this week. One very big topic that's consumed me for the last week, but we're gonna get into that here in a little bit. Before we do that, I wanna talk about this last week on Brickitect. If you missed everything, or maybe you didn't miss everything, I'll just give you a recap of what we did. It was actually a very big week of building. In fact, I would go as far to say as, we probably built more Lego sets this week than pretty much any other Lego channel that you probably watch. And it started out very well because we went to TJ Maxx last weekend and found the Unikitty roller coaster set, which is typically a $50 set. We ended up finding that for $20 and of course came home and built it right away, which makes me so happy because the backlog had no chance of getting it. In fact, the backlog is trapped in our garage right now and is very, very angry. So I'm worried about releasing him, which will happen this week. And you can see here behind me that the Brickitech Studio is 3.0, I don't know what number we're on, but it's in shambles right now and I need to fix that because carpeting is coming in on Tuesday. So I need to clean up all this stuff. You can see I took down all of the blue tape that was everywhere from me painting. There's, there's mess everywhere that I just kind of want to get this all kind of nailed down and ready for the carpeting. And once that comes in on Tuesday and possibly into Wednesday, assuming that they get the stairs done as well, the Brickitech Studio is ready to be moved in and we're gonna start doing that. I'm gonna turn this into whatever I can dream it up to be which right now I don't know what that is because there's just so much opportunity. It's just like this big square that I have to figure out, well, where do I want this set and where do I want that at? What works best for me? And I, get, I think that'll all come. I don't think the Brickitech Studio, like I don't think I'm gonna come down here Friday and just have it be like, this is what it is. I think it's gonna be something just like the last one where it's slowly but surely we kind of build it up and get things set up and you'll see things coming up on the wall. You'll see things move. And I kind of like that. It's it's just like our channel. It's a journey and that's what the studio space will be. But I'm just happy that I'll be able to be down here and get my stuff in here and just have a place to be because this was a big selling point to this house. It was like a finished basement and access to the outside. I can see outside, I see windows. It's good, you guys can't see much of that right now. And if you're listening to this, you can't see anything, but I appreciate you taking the time to, to listen to this wherever you are listening to it and letting me be a part of, of your day. That's really meaningful to me. But back to last week on Brickitect. Of course, we bought the Unikitty roller coaster. We built that right away. Had a great time with it, I think for $20, fantastic set. For $50, not at all. It's probably my least favorite roller coaster that I've built, and I've built every Lego roller coaster with the exception of that that Friends one that's out right now. But I'm, I'm kind of liking that. It's just kind of, it's a little expensive, so I'm waiting for the, the price drop to happen. But I will keep my record of having every reg, every Lego roller coaster alive. And uh, it's just something I really love. And I love Lego carnival stuff and fairground things. And stay tuned to the future Brickitech Studio because you'll be seeing classic land probably developing somewhere over here, I think. You can't even see it because it's off frame. But classic land is making a, a return in 2020. And I think people are going to be thrilled about it because I hear about it all the time. My Lego city, if you didn't know, is classic land. It's not a city, it's, a, it's an amusement park. And I am, I'm just so, so stoked to do that. So coming in 2020, uh, other than that, this week, we built both of the sets that we got in the mail from the previous week, which was the monster truck, the city one that Bricks and Lithuania sent us, and also the brick calendar that Dave and Scott and the rest of the family sent us fulfilling my dream of not letting mail sets go into the backlog. We built both of those and it was really awesome. Like we had a great time with the monster truck. Me and Clark did a, a vlog on that where we built that together. The brick calendar, I did a solo stream when Clark May went to school and that was a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. And then we did a video on that. And I've been really getting into the zone where I love the idea, and I think this works out really well, where I kind of film us opening it and doing our thing with it. And then for the build, 
we take that live because we'd just be sitting there building it anyway. We take that live, interact with anybody that wants to interact with us if you're available at eight o'clock in the morning or whatever, whenever we're making the videos. And then I come back to the vlog, sometimes while I'm still doing the live stream, and we, we wrap the video up, tell you what we think about it. And then when editing that, I take the live stream footage and make that a time lapse in the middle. And it's like, this is the perfect setup because it's the best of all worlds. You not only get a vlog, if you just want the condensed like five minute version of whatever set we're building, and you also, if you're really interested, you can go watch the live stream, or if you're available to see it live, you can see the, like, the whole process and interact with us while we're doing it. And I think I found like the secret, the holy grail, I don't know, I don't know what we're calling it, but I think I found the secret behind the, the perfect Lego setup on YouTube, which is to kind of do a little bit of everything. And I feel like that's worked out really well. But we also, Speaking of the backlog, we, I told you the backlog was angry, even angrier because we pulled a set from there that Clark wanted to build, which was Blue's Helicopter Pursuit Jurassic World set. It's a good set, it really is. I'm sad that it was in the backlog that long. I'm even sadder that I didn't put the person's name on it that sent it to us. So if that was you, thank you so much. Clark is still enjoying that set. It's It ended up in like our front room and then it came back the, out to the table, but then I almost knocked it off the table during our last live stream and I put it back out there. So it's still in one piece, it hasn't broken yet. It hasn't become a Brickitect video. Mm. I will say the coolest thing that we did this week though, of all those things, we were doing one of our random live streams. I don't know which day it was. It might've been the helicopter pursuit live stream. And we we're live streaming having a good time. And then Keith, came, Keith comes along and he donates $20 to us. And I was like, whoa, Keith, what are you doing? So I was like, here's what we're gonna do. And I make this pledge to anytime people donate this money. I put that money right back into the live streams or into the, into the channel. So I'm like, all right, we got $20. What $20 set are we gonna buy? And we start looking around on Amazon. And this is all live. You can actually go watch it on that stream. And uh, we were thinking about getting the ice cream truck, the Lego City ice cream truck, which is absolutely gorgeous. It's a $20 set and it was gonna work out perfectly. But then Clarky saw the burger monster truck or the monster burger truck. And you guys know that. One. It's like the food truck that's up all jacked up and it pretty much screams Clark man And he was talking about getting that one I'm like all right Maybe we can put the 20 bucks towards that and I'll just pitch the rest But then Keith comes along and donates 30 bucks for that as well So we instantly buy the $50 monster burger truck that comes to us the following day And on Saturday we did a live stream where we built that thing up and it was it was a good time It was a little over an hour me and Clark man doing it together and it was it was good. Uh, the video for that, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, it'll actually be out tomorrow because I did the whole, the, the Brickitex big Lego idea plan or whatever it is where I, I, I kind of vlogged it, live streamed it and then vlogged it again and I'm hoping to turn that into to a decent video, hopefully. So you'll see that here very soon. Um, but yeah, that was, it was an awesome week. We got all kinds of stuff built, got backlog stuff taken care of, mail stuff taken care of. We filmed a mail video, uploaded that. It was good. I feel like I feel like it was a success, even though I don't even have my studio. We're still making this work, and it makes me very happy. So that was kind of like that was our week, and like I said, it's it's just a ton of ton of sets getting built. Uh, someone commented. I had a few videos that I actually could do uh, not made for kids, and someone commented that for us to really kill the backlog, we basically need to maintain not only this pace, but we need to do like two sets a day, which is probably true. But we're gonna get there. I've only bought one 2020 set so far, and that was because of Keith. We're gonna crank through these these old sets and we're gonna slowly but surely get caught up. I do know when bigger sets come out, I am 100% just like gonna just gonna go all in on it. If Whether there's a good promo or not, I wanna be, I wanna be like caught up, you know? I don't wanna be the guy that's building all the sets from last year that everyone's seen. I wanna be on the forefront of things. So we're, 
we're going to make it happen one way or another. But that was my week. Um, I told you earlier in, in this video or this podcast or whatever, whatever means you're watching this or listening to it from, I told you that there's been something this week that's been consuming me and it's something I've been thinking about like the entire time. And I, I think that I finally kind of got it nailed down, but that was Patreon. And I talked about this a bit in the last um, missing pieces. And again, if Patreon I know is something that's kind of polarizing, some people are totally for it and want to support people. Some people are kind of like, I don't really care either way. And some people absolutely hate it. And if you're one of those people that absolutely hate it, I'm going to be talking about it for a little while here. So this may not be the the podcast for you, at least here in the middle. I am going to be coming back to other things here. Maybe I can put a timestamp. It's going to be a while from now. I'll put a timestamp up here if you want to fast forward. But stick with me on this because this is kind of the inside of my brain. And I think that's a big reason why people are, are here to to experience this because if it was just about the sets or whatever, you, you certainly wouldn't be watching a dude sitting in his uh, un, uninspired, unfinished Brickitect studio talking about whatever it is I'm talking about. But Patreon was, it was a really good week. I think talking about it last week actually helped. We got a ton of new patrons. I'd like to welcome Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. I'd like to welcome Robert. I'd like to welcome Allison, Christy, this guy named B-Fab, I think many of you have heard of him, and Michael O. Thank you guys all for coming over. In fact, I've got a funny story from Allison. She sent me a message that says, and she actually donated a very substantial amount, which I, I immediately didn't feel worthy of, which kind of led to the, the crisis that I had the rest of the week thinking about this. Uh, she sent me a message that said that she gave up her YouTube premium subscription, which is uh, watching YouTube without ads and you know, it's 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 you have to pay for it each month But it's kind of like an ad free experience She gave that up and donated that money to our patreon each month, which again blew me away I instantly felt the guilt from it like I need to do something to provide her value for this like you You are now watching YouTube ads for what I'm providing and I need to, I need to step it up and that was compounded by Mark, who is, he calls himself uh, patron number 31. He was our 31st guy that joined. He sent me an email that was very, very helpful. And it's some things that I kind of knew, but seeing someone write this out and give me like a lot of suggestions really kind of drove the point home. He sent me an email kind of talking about how He's been supporting people on Patreon for quite a while, and he's, within the last couple of years, has gotten into the Lego space and now is supporting Lego patron people or Patreon people. And he supported very successful Patreon campaigns in the past, and he's also supported the Brickitect Patreon campaign. And he had a lot of suggestions for me on how to improve mine. Like, obviously, I have some people that have come over out of the kindness of their heart. Um, there was the longest time ever that I haven't had any tears. And I still don't, really. And that was something that Mark really nailed down. And even Allison mentioned as well. And I think Jennifer last week also mentioned to me. So I think it's, it's time. They, they all told me that I need to improve my tears, which a tear is like sometimes if you donate $1, you get this. If you donate $5, you get this. If you donate $50,000, you get this. And most successful Patreon campaigns, I keep calling it a campaign because I can't think of a better word for it, but most Patreon uh, people, whatever you want to call them, they all have tiers, and essentially what it is, it's a motivator for people to join, because it, with anything in the world, anything at all, if you don't have motivation to do something, you typically don't do it. Like, how many people would go to work if they weren't getting paid? How many people would uh, eat ice cream if it didn't taste good? I'm really struggling here. Or how about this, better, better than eating ice cream, because you could do ice cream anytime. How many people would exercise or work out if there wasn't like a positive thing to come of it? And my Patreon thing, 
up to this point, and even right now as I'm recording this, because I'm about to change it, I'm, but I'm really scared to do it. Right now it says $1. It's the only tier that I have, and it says donate what you want if you want, which is, I thought was a good way to phrase like, only do this if you really want to, but it almost sounds like, I don't know, it sounds bad. Donate what you want if you want. And a lot of people have donated $1, $5, $10, I've, $30. Uh, it's, it, it, it's all throughout there. And all these people that have come over thus far are doing it just because they wanna support me. And I, I put videos up there where I talk about like inside my mind and things that I'm thinking about with Patreon and kind of giving the, the background on it. But with Mark and Allison and Jennifer, all of them coming forward and telling me something that I, I knew inside that I need to develop tiers to get to get all the other people. There's 80 some thousand people that are subscribed to this channel and I think 40 of them are on my Patreon right now. I need to do something to, to improve that, especially if you don't know why, why don't I read you my about page on Patreon? I think this will this will explain it. And that was another suggestion that Mark had as well, which was you really need to work on your about page. You need to think about Patreon as something that maybe no someone has never heard of you before. They they just land on your Patreon page. What do you want them to know about you? And prior to this, prior to what I'm about to read you, essentially said this is my Patreon page and companion with my Brickitech channel on YouTube. And I think there was maybe another line after that, but it didn't really tell you the story. And what I wrote here yesterday, and I spent some time on this, this tells you my history and my, my backstory. And I, I, think, I think this is what I'm gonna go with for this. And I think this kind of explains why I feel the need to have a Patreon, especially these days. And if you've been watching the podcast and the videos and everything, you probably already know where this story's going, but let's go to the beginning. It says, my name is Greg. And I've had a passion for making videos since I started vlogging my life in June 2011. I found early success on YouTube and by summer 2017, my vlogs had turned from being a hobby to a full-time job, which allowed me to follow another dream, reviving my childhood passion for Lego, which is what this whole channel has been based on. Upon leaving my real job, I finally had the time to make videos on a small channel called Brickitech that I created years earlier. Within a few months of regularly uploading videos, my channel started to take off. Shortly after, I brought on my two-year-old son, Clark, to share this hobby with him. Over the years, we've not only built Lego sets, we've created lifelong memories. I feel blessed to have the ability to spend all this time with my son creating our video time capsule, and I'm amazed how many people have joined us along the way. This community has become our extended family. They watch us share our journey. They learn with us. They laugh with us. They cry with us. You guys watch this podcast, you know that. Most of all, they appreciate a personal Lego channel based on authenticity, and by sharing our bond with the world, we're inspiring others to do the same. Uh, at this point in the story, it seems like everything is going really well, and it was until we finally saw the effects of COPPA in January 2020. While Brickitech doesn't necessarily target children, I can see the risk of making the toy videos with a kid in them and made the decision to mark all my videos with Clark as made for kids, which had a substantial impact on the channel. This process taught me an important lesson don't rely solely on YouTube for my financial security. If I want to follow my passion and keep this dream alive, I need to find another way to earn income. I believe offering exclusive content on Patreon is the answer. Please take some time to review the various tiers I've created and consider joining us. Thank you for becoming a patron. And that is my about page. And now I'd like to take you into the tiers, which again is something that I've been really hesitant to do, especially with the exclusive stuff, because I do want to offer everything that I can to the people that either can't or, or don't want to join us on Patreon. And I feel like I probably put myself out there 
through three to four different channels, probably more than any YouTuber that you watch. You probably know more about me than than anyone and you've, you've been a part of my life for, even if you've been here for only a day, you, you, you're a part of this. So don't think of this as something that I'm taking away, but something that I'm trying to offer in addition to, to maybe entice people to help me create an income stream that's outside of YouTube. And it would just make me feel so much better knowing that if I can build this up, which again, right now we have, I think 40 people that are with us. If I can build this up into something substantial, it would be so nice to, to just put a focus on that. And that, that's something that I realize I need to do. So let's go into the tiers here. I'm gonna read these off to you and you can kind of, you can decide if this is something that you think works, even if you don't plan to join Patreon or join my Patreon. I'm curious to get your feedback on this. I haven't made this live yet. This is still kind of up in the air, but these are the tiers that I that I thought about and I think could potentially work. I don't know how much interest there will be in them, but here we go. Let's let's get into it here. Uh, $1, $1 per month. So this is just, this is the very base. You'll have access to my monthly Patreon earnings video and the ability to vote how I spend the money. So I used to do the videos here on Brickitect where I showed how much money that I made each month through Patreon and how I spent it. I stopped doing those because the truth is 99.9% .9 of the people that were watching those videos aren't on my Patreon. They don't, they're not joining my Patreon. They have no interest in Patreon. I guess they probably just want to see what I bought. But for me, I feel like that should be an exclusive thing to Patreon or the patrons that are donating because it's like, if you're contributing, I should be making that video for you, right? This is how this is how I spent the money and I plan to spend it on Lego stuff or stuff for the studio or camera equipment or audio, anything to, to make things better here. That's how I plan to spend the money. And if you donate $1 per month or $12 per year, you'll have not only the ability to support the channel, but you'll have access to see how I spent the money and the ability to vote. Like I'm gonna probably do a poll each month where it's like, hey, I'm thinking of these three sets, which one would you like to see me build? And that's, that's what I'll choose, whatever has the most votes. So that's what happens at $1. If you go up to $5, which is the next tier, you get the previous reward, which is the earnings video and the ability to vote, but you also get the, this is kind of like the what you join Patreon for. This You get the text posts that I'll be doing, you'll get short videos that I'm gonna upload regularly, as well as a weekly Patreon-only live stream. So I'm thinking like every Saturday night, I'm gonna do a, or maybe the afternoon, I'm gonna have to see how it works for people's schedules because I know people are all over the world with this, but, I'm gonna do a weekly Patreon live stream where it's just me and my patrons. I'll be on video, probably building a set that we bought from the previous month, and then you guys can be in the chat. It's not gonna be a big thing like our typical live streams are where it's hard to communicate with people. It's gonna be whoever can make it, and if there's 40 people right now, assuming that some of them are interested in a live stream, it might be me and just 10 people. It might be me and one person. It might be me and five people. I don't know, but it's gonna be a much more intimate experience than what you would get through watching a BrickTech live stream. So through through the $5 tier, which I think is gonna be a very popular one, you essentially get access to what I'm essentially turning my my Instagram into Patreon. I'm gonna put all like I'm gonna put all my photos there, extra little things. I'm gonna be doing posts there, I'm gonna be doing videos, just like little things, like not highly scripted edited stuff, but just kind of like posts and stuff. It's gonna be behind the scenes and like what I think most people want that would join Patreon, which is access. You want more than what I what I put out there. And I may be holding a little bit back from Brickitech Live, from Instagram, from like the, the community posts on YouTube. And I think I need to maybe scoot this over into the Patreon thing to give people a reason because I feel like I'm maybe overly transparent and I need to I need to find a way to to put to have something to put on here, honestly. And this is just being real. But that takes us at the $5 level. And again, I think that is probably gonna be a very popular one. 
But if we go to the next tier, which is $10, you're gonna get all the previous rewards. So you get everything from the from the $1 tier, the $5 tier. You get to see the Patreon videos, you get to see the posts, you get to see the videos, you get to see the polls, you get everything so far, but then you get one extra thing. And I, I'm this is the one that I'm kind of up in the air on, but I feel like could be something that people wanna see. And as much as YouTube really doesn't love what I'm doing right now, which is the Greg and Clark Lego vlogs, that's something that I'm gonna bring over to Patreon. One video per week, you'll have access to an exclusive Greg and Clark Lego vlog. So I'll be taking one of the sets that we bought from the previous month. We'll make a edited video, just like you would see on Brickitect of us building it and doing it, playing with it, doing our thing. And instead of putting that up on YouTube and them giving me like a dollar for 10,000 people watching it, I'll put it on Patreon. There'll be no ads. Anything that you see on Patreon, no ads, it's ad free. So every week you'll see a video that pops up there for, and that's at the $10 level. So you get all the extra stuff, plus that that little bonus where if you wanna see a, a scripted, or not scripted, I don't wanna say scripted, but an edited vlog that that you would expect to see on Brickatech, that'll be there. And uh, I, I, I don't know how that one's gonna go. That's the one that I'm most up in the air about because I am going to have to take something away from Brickatech to do that. But I feel like there needs to be something that's beyond like the $5, like I, I think that's gonna be the one that people go for. But I wanna put something beyond that. So $10, there'll be a weekly vlog that would've would have failed financially on YouTube because of COPPA. And let's just be honest, this isn't, this isn't gonna change anytime soon. So weekly vlog coming to you on Patreon for $10. And then I have two, two more tiers above that, the next one. And this one I think is gonna be kind of interesting. I think there's gonna be people that that wanna do this. And I'm actually gonna be limiting this to just, I think maybe like five people or so. But at $25, you're gonna get all the previous rewards, of course. I think that goes without saying. But you're gonna get a monthly, one hour, patron only group hangout. So as opposed to the live stream at the $5 level, $25 gets you one hour. It's gonna be me on camera with you and a few other people and we're all just gonna be talking back and forth. So you're literally going to get the chance. And again, it comes down to access because I think that's what people want. We're gonna be talking to each other. It's gonna be a group hangout, like a, a Google Hangout or whatever. Uh, again, I'm gonna be limiting this to just a few people because obviously this isn't gonna work if there's 50 people that wanna join that, which I, I can't imagine there's that many, but I think there's probably a few people that would, it'd be, it'd be kind of like a thing. Like, I, sh I should say one important thing with this one before we, before we talk about it any further. This one is adults only. Anything else before this, you can be, you know, if your parent signs up and you're a kid and you want to watch the videos or if you want to be a part of the live streams, that's fine. But if we're going to do a Google Hangout where it's me and, and you and a couple other people for, for an hour each month, it needs to be adults only. I can't have someone that buys their eight-year-old kid that subscription level and then we have an eight-year-old in there along with adults. I want to have a real conversation with you. I want to develop like a friendship with the people like this is going to be this is going to be a bond this is going to be like we're hanging out each month like it's going to be that so 25 dollars again i'm going to limit that to like four five six people i think six is probably too much if there is a ton of interest in it i'm going to maybe do like an am session and a pm session or something and if it's wildly successful which again i i don't know i don't know if it will be or not I might, I might work it out where I can do like certain people this week and then do certain group of people this week and this week and we'll work it out for whatever your schedule is. Obviously I'm free whenever. So if you live in Australia and you wanna be a part of this, I don't mind getting up at five o'clock and we'll do, we'll do a session in the morning along with some other people that are in your, your region or whatever. And it'd be a cool way to like build a community around that. It's like a, a more tight knit thing than what you can get through a live stream or just me talking to people through, uh, through text as they're popping up. So that's the $25 one. I know we're getting steep here, but I do have one more after this. And this one's kind of like, 
I don't think anyone's gonna do this. Maybe they will, but I thought like, this is like, this is kind of wild. So $50, $50 a month, you get everything from before, but you also get a monthly video made just for you. No one else, it's a private video. I'll make a video, whatever you want it to be, within reason, I mean, we're not gonna do anything weird, but like Lego related, like you want me to take you on a tour of the studio, you wanna hear what's on my mind, you want me to answer or talk about uh, an issue you're having, whatever it is. Or maybe if you just wanna do a one-on-one -on -one call with me for, for an hour or whatever, I will do one exclusive video for you each month with me and Clark, just me, whatever you want, like this one's gonna be wide open for $50 per month. So I'm curious to see what happens with that. I thought about doing a really zany one at $100. Like my, my idea at $100, which I don't know if would work, you choose which $100 or less set that you want me to buy. I'll buy it, build it, share it with the world, whatever, and then I'll box it up and I'll send it to you. So essentially you're gonna get your money back minus the fact that it's opened up. I thought about putting that out there, but I don't know if anybody would wanna do that. So I'm just gonna hold that off for now. I think the $50 one's kinda of crazy enough and I'm curious, I'm really curious to see if anyone signs up for that. But I will make a, I will make a video just for you. And I, I love the idea of doing that. But those are the tiers that I'm doing. And uh, again, I'm, I'm very scared about doing this because I don't know what's gonna come of this. I feel like there's probably gonna be some backlash because obviously this is gonna take some of my time. Uh, I think most of my time is th that I'm putting into this is gonna be diverted from Brickatech Live. Um, and then obviously there's gonna be a little bit taken away from Brickatech, but I still plan to do a lot of content here for you guys, pretty much what I'm doing now. It's just really, it's, it's tough with the, the videos with me and Clark because I, I do put time into them. It may look like, when you watch my videos, it may look like I don't put any time into these videos, and it's like, oh, he's just, he's just recording his camera. Maybe it, maybe it is that way, but when it comes down to editing and get the timing right and the exporting and then the uploading and all that stuff, to do all that, which can take a few hours to, to go through the whole process, and then see, you know, people watch it, but then there's, it almost doesn't justify the time when you see the, the financial end of it. I think that $10 tier, and I'm hoping that one works out, I think putting one of those videos over here each, each week would be uh, would be a smart thing to do for me. And again, if you if you are watching this and you hate Patreon and stuff, I don't think I need to justify it because I think most of you guys understand. You've been with me long enough to know where I'm coming from and know that I'm not just a like a money hungry like greedy person. This is just trying to trying to make this business survive because that's what this is, and I need to think of it more like that. And that's what these emails taught me from from Mark and Jennifer and Allison. It's like I can't just think of this as just like what, what I have been thinking of it as, which is just me having fun making Lego videos. I need to think of this as, this is a real business. This is something that I really need to focus on what to do to make this successful. And any business owner that sees a drastic cut in their, their revenue is gonna take other steps to, to make up for that or to, to re-strategize. And I think this is, this is where it's at. I think it's the exclusive content. I could also maybe do a tier, and I'm curious to see what you guys think about this, where I've seen people put like Patreon people in the credits of the videos or to mention them in the videos. But I, I kind of like the idea of just giving a thank you in the beginning of the video, like whether it's missing pieces or whenever you join, whatever the next video is, I'll give you a thank you. And you'll probably see some promotion for Patreon throughout the videos, like probably at the end just to let people know they exist because outside of missing pieces, I don't talk about Patreon. I don't do anything other than have a little thing down in the description. And I think that's probably another failure on my part, thinking this as a business. But, you know, just like this is our Lego collecting journey, this can be a journey for me too and and learning how to, how to market yourself. 
and not being afraid to market yourself because that's where I'm at right now. It's like, I don't feel like I'm worthy of, of $5 a month. I don't feel like I'm worthy of $10 a month, but maybe there's somebody out there and obviously it's proven that there are. There's some people that want to see what we do enough to, to be a part of that and uh, I hope that's the case. Now that we've got Patreon more than covered and I promise you that outside of just talking about the very beginning of these, these podcasts going forward, with the exception of maybe next week because I'm sure there's gonna be feedback on this, I'm gonna try not to make that the topic of these podcasts. And speaking of feedback, we do have some listener or viewer comments from, from the last episode, a couple that I wanted to discuss here. And uh, this first one, it kind of hit, hit home with me. It's from Bricklicker who says, a great episode once again. These videos I watch on Sunday night before school starts again. I do YouTube, but I feel limited by school as is my final year and big exams coming up. I just feel like school is the wrong way to live life, but these podcasts inspire me just to work through it and then summer comes, I'm out of school and I can really embrace my hobbies of Lego and YouTube and enjoy things I love, as well as spending lots of time with family. It just frustrates me right now that school is something we all have to do when so many of us hate it and we don't get to nurture or show our hobbies. Instead, they're hidden. And I, I understand that fully because I felt the same way like throughout college and especially when I got out of college. I didn't feel that way so much in high school. Like I do think, I do think school is, is worth going to. I don't know if we just had like not the best teachers, but I don't feel like I got out of school what I, what I should have gotten out of it. And I feel like there was a lot of waste of time. I think I'm one of those kids that if I could go back now, I would probably do like the online schooling where I could just get up at seven o'clock in the morning, crank through my stuff in four hours and then enjoy the rest of my day. But I'm a self-motivated person and a lot of people aren't like that. And for me, and I don't wanna talk bad about school, I'm obviously my wife's a teacher, but I feel like school just trains you to be an employee. And I've said this before, it just, they don't train you to be a YouTuber. They don't train you to be a, a successful entrepreneur in most cases. They train you to be there when the bell rings, do your work as assigned, leave when the bell rings, be there the next day, don't take days off. They train you to be an employee. They train you to be mediocre in most cases. And then you go to college and that sometimes changes and you can like excel and go into the thing that you love to do uh, you know, occupation wise. But I understand what it's like to, to maybe have a love of something that isn't school and want to be doing more of that. But the thing is, and I don't know how old you are, I'm going to assume that you're like 17 or 18 if you're talking about this kind of being like the end of school for you. You got to just stick, stick with it, stick through it, have discipline, get through the thing, do the best you can at what you're doing no matter what that is, even if you don't like it. And that's something that I see all the time like when I go to, to stores like a a department store or convenience store or whatever, like anywhere there's like someone that's working at a register. Sometimes those people are just absolutely miserable. And I understand that maybe you don't like your job, but you're being paid to do that job. And while you're there, you should take pride in it and do the best that you can. And school can be the same way. Like you're, you're there, make it something that you excel at. And then when you're done with it and they, they say, hey, Brick Clicker, you've, you've, you've done everything we've asked you to do. Here's your piece of paper go do the thing you really love to do. If that doesn't involve college, because I feel like there's a big focus on people going to college these days. If that doesn't involve college, don't let that get you down. Just go do what you love. And if that doesn't work, try the other thing. There's always, it's never too late. It never is. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I, where I stand on that. Again, I don't want to say too many bad things about school because I know there are young people watching this and I'm, I don't want them to be Brickitect is anti-school. Brickitect told you to drop out of school. Quite the contrary. Do the school thing, do what's assigned to you, and then when you get out, figure out where you wanna go in life. And if you don't know what that is, 
experiment with some things. You'll figure it out. Like it, you don't have to be 18 years old and have your entire life charted out because we all know, look at my life. 18 years old, I didn't know what I wanted to do for a living. I was like, I had an interest in, in finance because I read this book called Your Money, Your Life. And I was like, I'll go into finance. And then, you know, it's just, I, I did that for a while and realized that wasn't my passion and I was slowly dying inside and I found this other thing that I love and somehow was lucky enough, just like the thing that I read you earlier, to somehow make a go with this, at least until Coppa comes down with a Coppa hammer on my head. But we're making it happen. We're doing it. And I, I wish the best for you in the future, my friend. We got another question here. This is not quite as deep, but also a good, good question that I sometimes get. This is from Fire Nano, which I love that name. Uh, it says, for you, what is the most important part of a Lego set? Loaded question for sure. I balance out the build and minifigs myself, but with a kid, do you find yourself looking for the play value more and more? I do, I do. I used to I used to really love Lego Creator, and I talked about this a bit on the live stream yesterday. I used to really love Lego Creator because I felt like it was the best value. I, I love the fact that it was more simple pieces and you could do a lot more with it. I love the fact that you got three builds in one. The price was always good, and I just, there's something about it that took me back to the old school days of Lego that I really loved. But now, I'm gonna talk about myself personally and then I'll talk about sharing it with a, with a kid. What I love now, and this is some, this is like a t complete change around, I actually really love license sets because the minifigs, I've just been really interested in minifigs lately and I watch these channels and I think I've talked about this before where people make, uh, like, like, they'll take regular Lego pieces, like you'll have like a torso, legs, arms, whatever, heads, hair pieces, and they'll mix them around and do what they need to do to make like a better, um, like Captain America or uh, a better Spider-Man. And I, I love those videos. I love to watch them. And I love people that 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 can do things better than Lego can, or at least at least you know make it their own and make make it something that they love. And I love watching those videos. And I I have a dream. I have a dream of uh, getting all of my minifigs because I have a ton of them thanks to some very generous people out there that are watching this. I'd like to get them all organized very nicely and start doing that myself. I'd love to just make some really cool things. And I have this one that's that's a complete spoof and joke that I need access to my my pieces to do. You guys are going to you get you're going to crack up when you see it, hopefully, or you're not going to know what the heck I'm doing. But I'm really uh, I'm excited to get into that. But minifigs right now, and that's why I talked about license cuz they're just they're so good looking. That's where I'm at right now when I collect. Like I really start looking at the minifigs and I'm like contemplating buying sets just to take the minifigs out and maybe like building the set and then like selling it off or or what I should do, especially with the box situation is like really love the minifig build the set, enjoy that, make a video on it, and then take that set, break that bad boy down, and part it out into my collection. Take that box and rip it into a thousand pieces. But I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't bring myself to do that, but I will have to one of these days because storage room B that's over here off camera, it's eventually gonna be full, and I'm, I'm gonna be in the same boat that I was in in the uh, BrickTech Studio 2.0, but that's beside the point. Uh, as far as collecting with a kid, Playability is number one. What can what can this thing do? Does it does it shoot missiles? Does it drive? Does it have any type of action that can be enjoyed? That's where I'm really at with Clark Man, and that's kind of what he's drawn to as well. And you know that Monster Burger Truck was perfect because not only was it a crater set, it's a three in one, which which works on that. There's a cool minifig with it that I really love, which is the driver of it. And then after it's done, you can play with it like crazy. And Clark's been going nuts with this thing, and it's just like. This is what Lego's about. It's what Lego is about. Speaking of what Lego's about, outside of the listener feedback, which I like to share each week, I want to talk about some random thoughts of Lego that I had. 
this week, just randomly, uh, getting out of the shower, uh, laying in bed, you know, sometimes you just start thinking about stuff. And this is kind of going to be the final topic of today. We'll take this on a completely uh, random point. The first thing I was thinking about, and I should make a whole video about this, but it's uh, why Lego is such a great toy. I was thinking about, you know, Clark Man and these toys that he has, and I thought, especially with moving them all, and I thought, you know, it's cool and all to have an action figure, you know, someone that you love, you know, maybe a character that you've watched on a show or a movie. And that thing's fun to play with and look at or whatever. But with Lego, what I love about this as a as a hobby and also as, you know, financially, say you buy a Lego set, which we all know is expensive, but then you bring it home and you build that that monster truck or whatever. And you're like, yeah, that was fun. And it's sitting there beside the action figure that you, that you were also playing with before. How cool is it that you can take that monster truck and tear it apart and build something completely different? And then when you're bored with that, you build something different. And then when you're bored with that, you add it to your collection, you build something bigger and different. And it's just like endless entertainment. Even the guy that was here installing our tile, which you can't see, I don't think. Maybe, no, you can't see it. He was talking about how his kid got this bin of Lego at a yard sale. I was like, you beat me there. <laughs> but he just plays with it endlessly and builds stuff and constructs things and does all this stuff with it. And it's like, what better toy is there than Lego? I riddle you that. But I was just thinking about that this week and how much I appreciate Lego as a toy. And especially when I was a kid growing up, I was that kid. I had a big bin and I would just just play with it like crazy, making all kinds of things. And I loved it. I loved it so much. And that's why as an adult, I'm trying to get back to that that those days of innocence when you could just sit down with something and enjoy it with no worries in the world. I wish I didn't have any worries anymore, but I certainly do. Uh, the other thing that I was thinking about and this one, ooh, this is going to spark some debate. Batman versus Superman. Who is a better superhero? And I was thinking about this as I got out of the shower. I was like, hmm, Superman's kind of cool and all. He's got a lot of powers. He can fly. But is he too powerful? Because Bruce Wayne, on the other hand, suffered tragedy as a child. As Superman did, I suppose, as well. Maybe he didn't remember it as much as Bruce did. But Bruce is technically just a rich guy with a lot of money on his hands to make a lot of neat stuff. And then he goes and, and takes care of crime the way that he sees fit. Not only that, but I feel like Batman has a much harder time because of Gotham City, being that it's it's dark 24 hours a day, and being that the criminals are just so much more menacing than anything Superman deals with. I feel like Batman may be the better, better superhero. And I know that's going to trigger the the DC detectors, possibly. I mean, they're both DC, so we, we're going to have a battle here. But I feel like Batman being a normal guy who's just putting on this suit and going out there and fighting, I feel like he may be the better superhero. And that's that's I think that's why I love it so much. But leave your, leave your comments down below if you feel differently. I mean, maybe Superman is your guy and you feel the need to defend him. I totally understand. And I'm also curious, outside of that, on to much bigger news, Curious to see what you think about this Patreon thing, going back into that. It's just a lot that a lot to process, a lot to think about. You have to not only think about what's what's the right thing to do, but also what's the perception of that going to be? Is there gonna be um there anytime you talk about Patreon, there's always kind of negative feedback with that. But sometimes you just you just you, you have to you have to think of this the way the way that it should be thought of, and that's that's where I'm at on it. So that I think concludes Missing Pieces episode number 19. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day, your night, your afternoon. You're at home all day, building Lego sets, listening to this. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to be a part of my life. I'll be back with you again next Sunday 
with Missing Pieces episode 20. If there's any topics you'd love me to cover in, in listener feedback or viewer feedback, go over there and, and uh, leave that down below and I'll be happy to, to talk about that. If you want to leave us a rating anywhere that you listen to this, I appreciate that as well. Again, we're up to 70 on, uh, on Apple Podcasts, which is amazing. 62 last week. We're making it, man. We're going to get to 100. That's my goal. And um, we're just going to keep doing what we do here and, and doing what we love. And I think that's great advice for anyone. So thank you guys so much for, for being here. And remember, wait, what's my outro for this? <laughs> we'll find you in the next Missing Pieces.